welcome and hello. Um, this is Outfox Studios and the Pine Skull Project presents Let's Talk the Paranormal. Um, we do have our very special guest today, Mark Warren. He's a demonologist. Um, he's been studying the paranormal as far as demons, good and bad, for a while. Um, but I'll let him kind of explain a little bit about himself. Uh, Mark Warren, it's good to have you with us, buddy. Thank you. So, as you know, my name's Mark Warren. Um, I, um, I'm actually a uh, novice. I'm new with the um, Old Catholic Benedictines of Immaculate Mary, which is a, a Benedictine order in the United States Old Catholic Church. I'm studying demonology to become a demonologist, and uh, I study the paranormal. So uh, I've been studying the paranormal uh, since 2012, and um, I enjoy what I do, and I've started uh, learning demonology to take on demonic cases. Um, Now, demonic cases being exorcisms, um, demon possession, stuff like that? Uh, No. Um, I talked with my bishop, and... um, me and him both uh, agreed that due to the fact that I'm married, uh, I personally, for mine, me and my wife's safety, uh, to for me not to deal with exorcisms. Uh, I if, if an exorcism needs to, you know, happen to be performed, I'll contact him. But uh, I, what I'll be doing is studying, uh, like, if, if there happens to be somebody feels like they've got something demonic in their home, then I'll go in and uh, basically look for that to see if there's infestation and oppression going on and stuff. And if there is, then I will... Uh, perform deliverance and stuff like that but if it has uh, happens to become where somebody's possessed then what I'll do is I'll uh, contact him and he'll uh, go from there to have them reach out to a um, like a psychiatrist somebody uh, that works with with him that can evaluate them and if, if it comes back that they are indeed possessed then that's where he'll perform the exorcism on. That's uh, that's kind of neat. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I've dealt with like hearing knocks and such in houses, but I uh, I had a Ouija board this one point in time. It was being shown to me, and by the time that I got asked if I wanted to hold it, the light blew out, and I was like, no, I'm gonna hard pass on that. So uh, that was kind of neat to have a firsthand experience, but um. Now, for those who may or may not know, um, you mentioned earlier, um, like sort of a what do you, what do you call it, like a Benedictism within yeah, the Catholic Bened- Church? Uh, ben- yeah, Benedict Saint Benedict. Uh, yeah, the Benedictines. So yeah. the Benedictines is a uh, you've got different religious orders within the Catholic Church. You've got the Franciscans. The uh, Benedictines, and uh, there's a couple other ones, but uh, so St. Benedict 
was uh, to what I do know on him, he was a very strict man. And uh, but he uh, so with him to what I'll go into explaining is he's he was the the one that started the uh, the Benedictine uh, monastery, basically. So in the in the Western uh, part of the country, you know, of the world. So uh, so what he did was he was called by God to go become a monk. So he lived in a cave. I can't remember exactly how many years. So he's so basically what he did, he moved from away from, you know, everybody else and lived in a cave for a few years and studied on scripture, meditation and prayer and stuff. And when he came out of the cave, he built the mon uh, the monastery and taught monks, basically. So what it is, the uh, Benedictine spirituality, we still go by the Bible, but the, the spirituality helps uh, our spiritual foundation to become closer with God through work, meditation and prayer, and uh, meditation on uh, scripture and stuff, and work. And, and this is all new, so I'm still learning stuff on that. And uh, he is very well known. So the and I, I may show it one day if y'all are interested in learning about the um, the uh, medal, the St. Benedict medal. Uh, once I learn more on, on it and everything, I'll be will, you know, be glad to actually teach it as well. Uh, it's the medal is actually used in exorcisms because in the St. Benedict medal. You have looks like random letters, but it's it's the letters are abbreviated for a prayer in Latin against the devil, basically protection and exorcisms. So a lot of exorcists use Saint Benedict's uh, medal for protection in exorcisms. Have you you yourself experienced crazy supernatural phenomenon or yes, yes. So uh, I've been to a few haunted places. Uh, here in North Carolina, uh, and some other states, but mostly here in North Carolina. Um, I know the battleship USS North Carolina is one of them I've been on and investigated. Uh, the Devil's Tramping Ground in Bear Creek and a uh, few other places. Um, I know, found out that... A while back, actually, last year, that my job that I work at at NC State University is haunted. So ultimately, um, the USS uh, North Carolina and then um, the Devil Stomping Ground, as most yeah. of them Okay, so I said, and can you hear me right now? Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. So the last one, we've been to the Devil's Tramping Ground, USS North Carolina, uh, we went to uh, one of the places at the Outer Banks where they say the, the Lost Colony. We've been there and did a, a small investigation. And uh, I actually found out, I haven't done an investigation yet, but I've been doing some research and had some personal experiences. My job at NC State is, in fact, haunted. That's 
Is it like normal booze and like? Uh, no. So no. I can actually, if you would like me to uh, tell this story, I can tell you what happened. So what happened was I never knew about it. I, I always thought my job was never haunted. It was like, you know. So what happened was last year, before we got laid out off for, for COVID, we, uh, since I cleaned the tables at that time in the dining hall, I was re- required to clean all and sanitize all the bathrooms, men's room, women's room, you know, for the employees and students. And I'd already cleaned and sanitized the men's restroom. And I went to the women's restroom. I announced myself, hey, I need to clean the bathroom. Is anybody in there? Nobody was in there. So I made sure it was clear. I went in, started cleaning the stalls and everything. And uh, normally what happens is if you have a female student that's, you know, about to come in, you address yourself, hey, I'm cleaning the restroom, come back later. So I kept hearing like somebody was trying to come in, and I'm like, hey, I'm in here cleaning. Can you come back? Nobody said nothing. So I was like, okay. So few minutes later same thing again and i'm like hey i'm in here cleaning can you come back still nothing so i was like okay is you know especially if you're in it you know there may be somebody talking outside or whatever and you can hear it because the bathroom door is open so i was like okay somebody must be trying to play a joke on me okay so a few minutes later, it happens again. So I'm like, all right. So I, I leave, stop what I'm doing. I go out, leave the restroom, and I go, and I talk with my uh, manager, one of the managers, and I'm like, hey, uh, has have you seen anybody come in or out of the bathroom? She's like, no. And I was like, you know, I didn't go into full detail, but I was like, you know, I've been hearing, like, you know, why I'm cleaning the, the stall like it sounds like somebody's you know coming in and out of the bathroom and and every time i look there's nobody in there so and when i address myself nobody responds so she's like no i've been out here the whole time and nobody's been in that bathroom or come out so i'm like okay so the way we have it in both uh especially the women's bathroom is we've got uh, two sanitizer uh, dispensers on the wall, and we've got like a soap dispenser on the mirror, and uh, it, it's literally stuck on the mirror. You can't just like take it on unless you jerk it off. So I was like, okay. So I go back in, start cleaning, finishing up, and next thing I know, I start hearing it again. Like somebody's in there again. I'm like, okay, I'm getting tired of this. <laughs> So I go and I'm like, hey, uh, I'm in here cleaning, you know, same thing. So the last time I hear it, I'm like, maybe because I had to wear my mask, I was like, okay, let me pull my mask down, then say something in case they didn't hear me. So last time I pull my mask down, I'm like, I'm in here cleaning. Can y'all come back at a later time when I'm done? So as soon as I open that stall, nobody's in there and I'm looking towards the sink. And, uh, and I, you know, I told you I, there was the soap dispenser on the mirror. Next thing I see, nobody's in that bathroom except me. That 
soap dispenser literally looks like somebody ripped it off the off the mirror and just dropped it on the sink. And I'm like, what? I would have resignation right there. <laughs> yeah. I like, so, <laughs> after I saw that, <laughs> you're talking about quickly. I mean, I won't scare, but it was like, I didn't know what to think. And I I'm like, did scared. I just really see that? So I, as soon as I got done, I got finished up that last stall, got everything out, got the, the mop and everything, mopped the floor and just hauled it out. I'm like, I am not going back in there. So uh, after that, I for the longest time, for the, since last year, I never said nothing to nobody about that. So this year... It started happening again, except it was in the men's room. And it, it honestly, it when nobody else would be in there, you would just get this. It feels like you're being watched almost. You could be in the stall, and it just feels like somebody's watching you the whole entire time. And you're just in there by yourself. And I'm like, I got to get out <laughs> I'm not condoning burning down buildings, but that would have been the first and last time I would have condoned burning that dang thing to the ground. <laughs> yes. So, uh, you know, things have been going on. So me and my wife, I was telling my wife about it. And NC State University has been around a long time. So she did some looking into it. Me and her started looking into it. And we found out, because I know the, the dining hall I work at is one of the original ones. So we, when we did some looking into it, we found out that the dining hall I work at was one of them. And not only that, it used to be an infirmary for the campus at one point. Wow, that explains it. Yeah, and uh, – I want to say from 1943, I believe, to 1944, because before that, the the dining hall and the main re residence hall is connected. But it's kind of, you know, the dining hall would have been like the bottom floor near the front, and the rest is just where, you know, students stay so in uh, offices. But the, what we found out was originally, before it was turned to an infirmary, it used to be a residence hall at one point. From 1943 to 1944, it was turned into an infirmary. Then after that, it was turned back into residence hall, and now part of it is used as the dining hall. Sounds like Crazy Eyed Cloud is watching you take a pee-pee, my friend. I'm not looking forward to uh, visiting a place like that. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, after that, uh, I, I talked with uh, some of my managers about it. And I know one of them, I was, my supervisor especially, I was like, hey, you know, have I didn't go into full detail, but I was like, hey, have you, like, have uh, you noticed when you, because, uh, him and my general manager open up early in the mornings and the, the one of the head cooks, chefs, and I'm like, hey, uh, have you, when you open up in early in the morning, have you noticed anything strange going on? He's like, what? Like what? And I said, kind of like 
it's like somebody's walking around in the dining hall or, you know, just things like that. And he's like, no, not really. I mean, not like this kind of stuff you've experienced. But, you know, I've kind of felt like, you know, besides him, there seems like there's somebody else in there. But he's like one of the only ones. Uh, the head chef I talked to, this manager as well, um, he actually, he's like, I haven't really noticed anything. I'm usually, when I open up, he's usually trying to get stuff ready for breakfast to be prepared and kind of taking care of stuff there. But he's like, I haven't really noticed anything. And I finally come out and kind of said it. And I, I won't for sure how they were going to take it. So that's why I never, for the longest time, I never said anything. My general manager, I haven't said nothing to him about it, but I kind of want to keep it that way. So uh, after that, I just, you know, I did, uh, I did a blessing on the place and uh, on the dining hall. And I just said, we ain't had nothing happen since. So, which is good, but, uh, but yeah, so we found out from personal experiences, especially in the residence hall, um, we've noted, uh, from reports, there had been an apparition of a girl that's seen in the residence hall. So that's where I, I you know, I'm, so that's where we think what it is, is whatever was seen in the residence hall, because, you know, the two's connected is it's traveling from the residence hall to the dining hall and then back because it's connected to the same building. So um, that's what we think it what it is, who it is, but um, we're not for sure. But since I've done that, that blessing and everything, we haven't had nothing happen since, which is good. So things are a lot more better. Now. That's, uh, that's always excellent to hear. Um, well, as always, my friend, it's good to actually have you on one of our shows. Um, I very much appreciate your time, you know, you explaining, you know, what exactly it is you do, the experiences that, that you have had. And, um, for those listening and watching at home, smash that like button, comment, tell us what you think. Give us a little Q&A going on. Tell us your experiences. And, of course, hit follow, share this around. Um, until next time, um, I have been your host, Joseph Thompson. Alfox Studios presents, Pine Skull Project presents, Let's Talk Paranormal. This has been Mark Warren. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Adios. You Good too. Day.